Welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast, a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Mike Shera, and I'm here with a special guest today, James Holt. James Holt, he's been on uh, the podcast previously, but today, three questions for James Holt, and he has not heard the questions. He has no idea what I'm going to ask. James, no how you, ideas. And this is not your first question, but how are you doing today? Uh, oh, easy. I can answer that one for sure. I'm doing well. All right. What'd you have for breakfast? I had some eggs. How were they cooked? Uh, over medium, more hmm. towards the easy side. I like a little bit of a runny egg. on them? Uh, salt and pepper. That's all you need. When the, when, wow. the, when the food is good, all you need is salt and pepper. What about some pasilla chilies that are chopped up? Uh, you know, we didn't have any chilies this morning. So we were at, so. at Rancho at Rancho Cucamonga with uh, Michael and Taylor and the kids the other night and uh, Ezra's soccer game. And uh, so... Uh, we go back to the house to eat some uh, eat some dinner, and Michael says, "Hey, you want you want to take some more peppers? They have got a pasilla chili pepper bush that is literally so prolific. I brought about ten more home. So like last night, I, I'm chopping it up into everything. Next thing, I'll chop it up into my Cheerios or something. So Michael, if you hear this, bring some of those to our class together at seminary on Thursday, and I." I Love to try some of those. Hello. For the okay. Young, the younger Michael Shara. <laughs> so now that I've already asked James like six questions, are you ready for question number one? I'm ready for question number one. Here we go. Well, I'm not ready because I don't know what it is. James Holt, what is your goal in life? Hmm. To enjoy God and glorify him. Forever. Forever. Okay, give me, elaborate please. So... As we, as we think about it, (laughs) I really put you on the spot, didn't I? You did put me on the spot. It's okay. Uh, Take your time. Yeah. Goals get, goals get formed by, by what we learn about what God truly desires. And, and so oftentimes we mix those in with thinking, uh, there's a lot of doing in the goals that has to be achieved so that so that our value is based on then what we've done but turning that around like our value comes from what god has told us what god has given us what god has uh told us is true about us in his word Mm -hmm. and first that that value just strikes at our core because we realize we don't actually have value but then as as we read more and as we understand the truth about how christ died for us and saved us and transformed us, then all of a sudden, like we have this great value and we can, we can live that out and, and really enjoy God and find satisfaction in enjoying him and serving him. Mm -hmm. And it's not about the doing that adds to our value anymore because our value is set. Mm -hmm. We're in the, made in the image of God and then being transformed to the likeness of Christ. Uh, And there's just a lot of joy that comes from that and a lot of comfort that comes from that and a lot of ease and rest that comes from that. Even rest in the midst of, of toil and work and struggle. um, That is, is a, is a wonderful place to be. So, Mm -hmm. well, I'm glad you took a moment and thought about that. It was a very thoughtful response and that was rich and praise God. Isn't it, isn't it true? We, to glorify God and enjoy him forever and to be, uh, wrapped up in that is, is better than anything. Pretty much, pretty much. Amen. Okay. Question number two, 
What do you love most about your wife? <laughs> oh, man. That one. Do we have ours? Because uh, we could just go go on. I know. Uh, my wife is, is such a servant. And uh, this process of marriage where we are learning one another, she is such a good student of me and just knows how to take care of me on nights when I come home and how to take care of uh, just just giving space for uh, rest when that's needed. She's a, a student of me and she's she's a really good student. Um, and so she knows how to how to take care of me. And that makes me like want to pay attention and want to learn and want to try and do the same for her. And it just becomes this reciprocal trying. She's better at it than I am. Um, <laughs> So uh, I was at your wedding, obviously, and uh, but tell our listeners a little bit about um, how long you've been married, uh, your kids. Tell us a little bit about your family. So we've been married. We actually just celebrated our 12th anniversary this Monday. Uh, and so October 24th, 2010, we got married here in Yorba Linda in a backyard wedding. Uh, and we have six boys. Um, so lots of energy in the house, lots of blessing. Uh, and, and so that's, that's, we've, we've moved a lot in our marriage. And so we've lived in Philadelphia and lived in the Dominican Republic and, uh, lived in California for a little bit and then back to other places. And then now back to California, we've been here three and a half years. The promised land. (laughs) I'm thankful that the promised land will be better than this, but this is pretty good. So, you know, okay. So I have one more question, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to give you, this is going to be four questions because Here's the thing. You've lived so many places. Okay. And you have a good attitude on life. I think James is one of those guys that he, you can, you could thrive, you know, anywhere on earth, uh, and, and find something good about it. There's a lot of people that are really down on California. Okay. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that like to move away. And oh, then you're say, teeing me up. I know. I'm teeing you up here. There's a lot of people who, who like to, uh, who like to move away and then bash California, right. Or bash it. And they've never been here. And I'm born and raised Californian. I love where we live and I, I would serve the Lord anywhere in the world, but I love being here. And I just want to ask you, what do you love most about California? For the person that's sitting out there going, it's so bad, it's this, it's that, you know. I mean, it's easy. One word. Sun. The sun. (laughs) Vitamin D. We get the sun 360 (laughs) days a year. You can live indoor and outdoor. So Southern California is is really a, a wonderful place in that way. You can be outside, you know, our backyard is much part of our house, especially with six boys running around in a, in a, in a three bedroom house, a little place. It's so nice to have an outdoor second home that just allows us to uh, have a little peace indoors there too. And so I love that part of, of California. I mean, but then you also get, you get all the, the great Mexican food as we're close to the border and you get great cultures. Uh, I mean, I have friends who are from Vietnam and make amazing pho. And then last night I was talking with a guy who's going to have us over for Indian food. And I mean, there's just everybody, the world realizes that we have the sun here and they want to live here too. (laughs) And so like that mix of culture and everything else is, is undeniably wonderful. One time so. I was listening, I was watching the, uh, the Rose Bowl, you know, on New Year's Day, right? And football game, the Rose Bowl. And, and the, one of the 
commentators or announcers said, you know, um, bummer that it's such a great sunny day because this every time, you know, that it's a sunny day on the Rose Bowl, like 500,000 more people move to California <laughs> from the Midwest or whatever, you know, this was way back in the past. Yeah, now everyone's yeah. going back there. Um, but it's interesting, you know, everywhere you go, isn't it true? There's pluses, there's minuses, there's good things, there's bad things, there's green grass, there's brown grass. The myth of the greener grass just doesn't exist. And everywhere on earth, there are needy people who need Jesus. Mm -hmm. Praise God that he gives us this life where we get to glorify him by bringing the gospel. So, okay, last question. Last question. By the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this before I give the last question. I, I told Tanner this a few minutes ago, but I have, I've now done two videos this morning, uh, and then I did two podcasts for the Humble Bull podcast. Now we're doing the Ordinary Church podcast. And I have had, I think, 18 texts from my family. Let me read you the last one. Apparently two guys stole a car and drove it into the park and then it was a dead end and they got out and started running on foot. So they're still trying to apprehend them, but they have dogs out and they're looking for them. And it's like, but, but before that, there's helicopters everywhere. There's 10 police cars <laughs> going down towards the park and there's neighbors out on the street and there's the, the police are saying, um, uh, you know, surrender to this person from the helicopters and they're not surrendering and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, exciting morning. So just so happens two guys stole a car and they drove into a dead end. So there you go. The, my question is way better than that. Okay. Here it is, James. What is the most awe-inspiring thing you have read in God's word recently? Mm. What's exploding your soul with joy because you read it in the word? Uh, in Colossians, uh, I've been studying and going through and in two, 2.13 and 14, it talks about God having nailed, uh, canceled our debt of sin, nailing it to the cross. Uh, and to think about that that wasn't just a, a piece of paper that was nailed to the cross. It wasn't just uh, some imaginary thing, but but it was Christ himself who bore our sins, as it says in First Peter and that he was nailed to the cross and that that sin, uh, that debt that, that we absolutely owe uh, to God was canceled, completely canceled. Uh, and that then, then, then we're invited not to have to live, as Paul goes on in Colossians there, to not to have to live by these regulations or by seeking some super spiritual experiences, but instead we can rest on the work of Christ, his finished work on the cross, our canceled debt. And then, and, and we get invited into this inheritance, this portion, we get to be, a, uh, invited alongside of Christ. And, um, and so this is just a beautiful piece there. So sweet. Well, the three questions were, what is your goal in life? What do you love most about your wife? And what's the most awe-inspiring thing you've read in God's word recently? And I would just say to our, our listeners, um, Think about these questions. Uh, what's your goal in life? And then what do you love most about those closest to you? And then what's the most awe-inspiring thing you've read in the Word of God? James, we're about to close, but you get to throw one question at Tanner Lyles, who is our tech, and we pull him in every once in a while. And so put him on the spot with one question, please. Oh, so, well, I, I'm going to throw him the, the opportunity to tell us one thing he loves about his wife as they are getting ready to celebrate how many years? Uh, 10. 10 years. Going on 10 years. So not too far behind you. No. Um, 
That is the most organized woman I have ever met in my life. And as someone who likes to normally fly by the seat of my pants, it has been a very good thing <laughs> to have a wife who uh, is more organized and likes lists and likes checklists and likes to have life planned out months in advance. Uh, it, 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 life has been better. Life has been much better. <laughs> When's your anniversary? Uh, it is November 12th. All yes, right. it is. Good work. That's right. And we're doing, what are we doing on November 12th? Oh, gosh. Come on. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing a vow renewal. We're hanging out. We're going to uh, reinstate our vows to each other. Uh, hopefully uh, have some of our friends and family that we have met and done ministry with and done life with along the way, celebrating with us and just enjoying uh, the faithfulness that God has shown in our marriage and hopefully bless and encourage the rest of the body. Awesome. Awesome. Tanner, thank you so much. And, um, you know, I was just about, I'm glad you said we're going to have some friends and family because I was just about to invite all of our listeners. And I don't know if we could hold, you know, uh, 10,000 people. I can't afford it. <laughs> anyway, they have to everybody. be on his wife's lists. There you go. So. Anyway, everybody, thanks for joining us today for the Ordinary Church Podcast. And uh, we hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, God bless you. We're praying for you. We care about you. We love you. And uh, see you next time on the podcast. <laughs>